What is happening, everybody? Welcome in to another edition of the Comic Bookies podcast. Your boys Mike, Mark, and Sean are here to give you the most fire content in sports and comics. It's been a long two weeks, but we are back. On the comic book side, we have two weeks worth of books to get into, and we have plenty of news, including Van Margera suing Paramount, Daniel Espinoza, the director of Morbius, may have leaked a Tom Hardy cameo, and we give a huge spoiler-filled Suicide Squad review. And over on the sports side, NASCAR is at Indianapolis, but it's a road course. The new video game has a trailer out, so we'll talk about that. The Olympics are now over. The EPL starts, and also the NFL approaches with its first week of preseason games. So let's go. Mike, Mark, and Sean are ready. This is the Compookies podcast. Let's hit it, everyone. We are back. Our bi-weekly, but not for long, episode of the Compookies podcast is here. Uh, like every week, we are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Today, Wednesday, August 11th, 2021, is New Comic Book Day. So go out there on Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Go and see Alex. He can get you any type of books, new and old, start you a pull list, and he can get them to you however you want. You can pull up curbside you can walk in now inside with a mask or he can ship it to you via the u.s postal service like he does to me it sucks i haven't been in the shop but go and see him it's a great shop great atmosphere and uh yeah we love it we've been rocking with them for years and years now uh fellas what's going on man i mean we text but it's not like we you know facetime or or, you know skype or whatever in in the weeks in between episodes. So this new schedule is kind of, it, it kind of sucks. I'm missing your guys' faces. What, how have you been in the last two weeks? You took the words right out of my mouth, man. There's a pros and cons, you know, we're all busy with work and what so, mm-hmm. but not seeing your guys' faces. It's a bi-weekly thing. And, uh, I guess, thank God for football. I mean, football makes us happy, but an excuse to start recording every week and seeing you guys, but all in all, things are good, man. The weather's been warm. We'll be linking up with each other this weekend. Looking very forward to that. Camden's right. first birthday, but no, nah, man. You know, everyone's healthy, doing good. How are you guys doing? I'm good. I'm good, man. The Olympics has passed us by a year late, but it's finally the two weeks have been in. Congratulations. I know we're going to talk about it later, but always fun when that comes around. And uh, yeah, we got a lot of big news this week. Um, obviously not recording on these on this two week schedule. Now we get a little bit more to that comes up, but a um, little bit of news in the footy world that we're going to get into big transfers going on there um mm-hmm. but yeah man I, i've been all right um fires in california suck it's going to come down here i think tomorrow they're saying that it's going to get hazy or whatnot talk to Dix- one of my is that, is that the dixie one yeah terrible bro i mean it was hazy for that whole one day right yeah was was it a uh, shoot I, I forgot what day it was my days are mixed up anyways but it was something but yeah yeah, it was was, last week but i was like oh no it's starting already but then the next day it was clear so it was like i have no idea what that was from but yeah it was crazy yeah supposedly it's the biggest fire in california history right now land wise and whatnot and i have a buddy that lives out in reno and he was telling me that it's just ugly out there they're about to set the record tomorrow for the or not set it but i think tie it for the most consecutive days at 100 degree weather he said it's smoky it's ugly 
And um, yeah, the Triple H, I called it not Hunter Hearst Helmsley, but uh, hot, humid and hazy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's for sure humid. A out bad here. combination, man. Yeah, it's for That's sure hazy out here. I actually was out in San Francisco with my family today, went to the California. Um, uh, shoot, what is it? The arts, the arts museum, the, the center for the arts or whatever over by um, uh, Golden Gate Park over there. Yeah. And uh, but it was cool. Um, obviously, you know, um, masks and stuff inside. But oh, my God, dude, when we went into like the first section you go into is the rainforest section, but they make it feel like a rainforest. So I'm wearing like an like a, a shirt, jeans, like nicer shoes and stuff because I know it's gonna be kind of cold. I had a jacket over, you know, because it's it was like 60 degrees and windy in San Francisco. So we have everyone like bundled up, right? We go inside there. And I'm like, God damn. I made a joke to my wife, or she actually she made it to me first. She was like, "Well, no wonder people in Florida don't want to wear masks because they got to wear masks and it's like a hundred degrees and, and like <laughs> they're just dying in there. They can't breathe. It sucked, dude. But actually, that but that place is pretty cool. Um, never saw a museum where they have like legit like silk spiders like that big with like in no cages. It alive? was on it was on no live, but it was on webs in trees, but there was no like netting. There's no glass. They were like, so, so you like, could like literally climb up there and touch it, or it can come down and kill you. It was are crazy. They like, are they like drugged up or something like that? I mean, <laughs> I have no idea. That's but they crazy. had, uh, but in that same like kind of uh, what do they call it, like a terrarium or that's like for spiders. But they had all types of butterflies flying around, birds out in the open. There's plenty of animals like that and insects that weren't. You know, like in cages or whatever, or like behind glass. So that place is pretty cool. I, I don't think I had ever been there, even on a field trip in school. So that place is pretty cool. Yeah. I like it, brother. Have you been there, Sean? Never, bro. Never. No, I've been to a couple of museums. So that's one I, I haven't be. gone to. But I mean, I, the whole open I, spider thing, you're not making it too uh, attractive for me right now, bro. <laughs> I feel like I've been there. I f- how many damn field trips did we go on as a kid? I must have exactly. gone at least a five or six. There ain't too many like big I, museums. You know what? That, that that might have been too expensive for the Newark Unified School District because we went to Lawrence Hall of Science like 18 times, it seemed like. I think that place is much cheaper. The Discovery, the one in yeah. San Jose, right? Or the Oakland, Lawrence Hall of Science in Oakland, too. Oh, I do remember going to that one. Or yeah. Is the Exploratorium, that's the one that you get to like to have that room where you look up in the sky it's like you're looking – or oh, the dome, yeah. right? And it looks That's like right. you're looking at the stars. We watched, uh, we watched an Everest documentary on that thing. You know, like a – show like the snow coming at you or whatever. But no, Sean, Mark, there was live bats too. I went in this little hallway thing and I was like, oh, yeah, like see some bats. I thought they were fake. Swear to God. And on the car ride home, my wife's like, no, those were real. Like, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Like those things that were like – if I had two of my arms, I could touch them. Those were real bats. Not you like you're in the glass. bat cave or what? Oh, for sure. I was like, well, I, told my da- I was told my daughter, I was like, come on, Maddie, let's go in the bat cave real quick. But I thought they were fake, but they were real. So f my life if they. What would've... was what was the one in Oakland again? Lawrence Hall of Science. Lawrence Hall, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, so, that's cool okay. though, man. I've been thinking I gotta take my kid out to one of those. It's just this damn COVID, but. Well, there's the one in San Jose, right? Which one's in the San Jose? That's that Discovery, I think I just told you. The Discovery Kids. Yeah, that one's pretty cool, too. I went there, obviously, pre-COVID, but yeah, like two or three years ago when Maddie was, like, super little, yeah. And I know Um, San Francisco gets all, like, different exhibits all the time. mm -hmm. Like, probably less hands-on, but... um, Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. But, yeah, glad you guys are doing good. Um, 
myself just kind of getting used to the new work schedule. Uh, got my son's first birthday next week, but his party's this weekend, so that'll be fun. Another TCB, uh, you know, day out on the green, as, as so to speak. So hope you have your uh, your swim trunks ready because we're going to have a huge, uh, like, water slide. So are, are, we, are we included in the water slide, too, or is it just for the Every, kids? Everyone is. And I'll break that damn water slide, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, nah, but we got man. hamburgers, hot dogs. We got all of like the it's like baseball themes. So we have Cracker Jacks. Uh, Mark, we got plenty of sunflower seeds for your ass. We have, you have chicken wings. Huh? Chicken? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh no, I don't know. We have chicken wings. Uh, but yeah, no, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'll be around my my wife and my parents stuff, so that might not happen, but that'll happen in well, Vegas. So don't you worry. can't you can't really you can't really uh, tip back as much as you as I thought you'd be able to, if at all, huh? No, yeah, because I'll be getting home at six thirty a.m., fall asleep until about ten ten thirty, and then get up and then help uh, prep for the party that starts at like eleven or eleven thirty, and then by the time five o'clock hits, I got to get ready to go back to work that night. So yeah, kind of sucks. We got work. Hey, boss, what's up? I know, right? Second week at work. Hey, brother. Hey, I know Kay wouldn't have done you like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Chris, I know, right? Chris K. Nah, that, that that would sound better, though. Chris K. Yeah. Nah, that's cool, though, man. He's a good guy. He invited me up to the suite a couple times, man. Oh, yeah, that's right. A yeah, that's couple right. good times. I had a the couple good days. Good, the good days. I had a, yeah, I had a couple good times in Mr. K's um, suite. So, uh, sweet. Sean, what are you, Sean, what are you drinking there? Yeah, we got a little red wine today. Four, you know, it's just in a good four. mood. The weather's warm. Tomorrow's Thursday. Hey, a little red wine. And you guys? A little bit of a little moonshine. No, it's a Kirkland's finest. The, the just the already ready to drink margarita. Ugh. You know, can't go wrong with that. Sugar at its finest, right there. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so good. But yeah, if you drink too much of it, the, the headaches and ass the next day. Yeah. So I'm actually kind of on a like an adventure to try to find out because, dude, ever since White Claw, whatever the hell hit the damn market, it's just not that I'm like so into Stelzer. But now that there's so many, I mean, we like to try beer, right? Now yeah. that there's so many damn like Stelzer waters on the damn market, it's when you go to Total Wine, it's like, Jesus, I remember when there was Truly and White Claw. Now it, it's like yeah. – <laughs> Bud Light, Bud Light, T. Skelter, Corona, Corona. Um, that I like that Topo Chico one. Actually, I sent you the picture earlier. I've heard that of that one. one. I heard that one's actually pretty good. That's alcoholic. And that well, the one I sent you a picture of wasn't. That was just their sparkling oh. water. But they okay. also make seltzer like everybody else. But there's okay. always been seltzer. I just think those two main ones that you alluded to, they just basically knew how to market it, and people just oh, these are the new things. It's like not really. There's a whole bunch of them before that. But hey. I, yeah. I, I like White Claw more than Truly. I like yes. Topo Chico more than both of those. And um, this Corona ones are all right. You have to let me go through all the flavors. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure later on, TCB is going to have a bracket of the best uh, Steltzer waters. You mean worst? <laughs> or best. <laughs> no, or no, worst. worst. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I see a box right here down on my floor. I got you guys a box of Truly from Costco. I see this black cherry. You know what they taste like? It tastes like water, and then someone had black cherry bubble gum, and they went like this <sighs> into it, and then they closed the can really quick. That's how much flavor you get out of those damn things. It's I, disgusting. I had one of those white claws, the ones that are like 8%. They're yeah. a little – Oh, yeah, little, the stronger ones. The yep. stronger ones. Gee, puro vodka, bro. It's like you're drinking <laughs> it. I'm like, damn, but it just – like you just – it's like – 
It's like you just took like a soda water and just put like a bunch of Smirnoff into it. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> put a vodka. Man, uh, one of them, man. Your head spinning. It gets uh, your head uh, okay, cool. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of the actual podcast. Hope everyone is doing very, very well. Uh, whether you are watching live on YouTube or Twitch, or if you're listening wherever you listen to podcasts, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for downloading. I'm going to go ahead and announce this before we get into anything rather than at the end of the episode, but I think we've had a download or two from this country before, but not since I've been recording it. But thank you. Welcome. The country of Italia. Italy, thank you so much for the two downloads that we received over the last couple of days. Um, yeah, welcome to the TCB Passport. They're so a lot boys, happier these days after winning that Euro Cup. I know, I, mean, I know, I know. Solves everything. They can, right? they can actually, they can actually devote their time to something else besides the beautiful game. Yeah. So they're, they're, we're getting our downloads from over there. Thank you. Yeah. So let's get into the comics, boys. So comic books this first, everyone. Uh, Joe, what's up, comic bookies? Hello, sir. Welcome in. You're about to get some uh, some good recommendations for some new books. So here we Joe, go. Joe, Joe, there he is. Anybody else in the chat right now uh, have books that we don't talk about that they want to recommend to us? Please do so, and we will make sure to get it and review it for you guys. Uh, on the on the DC side this week, Detective Comics uh, 1041, Wonder Woman 777, The Joker number six, Infinite Frontier number four, Rorschach number 11, and an honorable mention, Batman 89 number one this week. Marvel, Daredevil 33, X-Force 22, Miles Morales, Spider-Man 29, Spider-Man, Spider-Shadow 5, and Captain Marvel number 31. So, um, you know what? That's so weird. I think it's the weeks that have gone by um, that I, you know, how I'm taking notes and stuff. I only wrote down DC and Marvel. What the look hell did I do look that at for? Him. New job, forgetting things already. I know, oh, right? Where's that? I know, man, right? Get that head in the game, Mike. I know, right? What the hell? I, I, I mean, I can do it real quick and then kind of like, you know, I don't know. I can, I can, I can look it up right now. Give oh it man, to us, man. Folks, you don't have folks, I am so sorry. What the hell is wrong with me? Chinese, new job, new man. I know. I mean, I know uh, the silver coin number five comes out from uh, from Image yes. Boom Studios has you know they, and the, oh this week is the big um, free comic book day as well. Yeah, Mighty uh, Morphin right. number ten. Yeah, yeah Mighty Morphin number ten from Boom Studios. Uh, uh, what's well, yeah, Pennyworth number one from DC Comics as well. Masters of the Universe Revelation number two from Dark Horse. Boom Studios also gives us Eve number four. That's the pen ultimate issue to that series as well. Uh, Fight Girls number two from AWA. Milestone. That's a kind of a side little um, publisher from on the DC side. Hardware season one number one comes out, and that's just to name a few. You know. What what is this? Blast, Black Mask Studios, White number two. Yeah. Uh, oh, Marvel also gives us Avengers Tech On number one. That's a six issue miniseries. I did pick that up just because you know I'm you know I'm trying to just grasp it. You're a comic here bookie. For, that's why. Well, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> exactly. you know I'm trying to find something good from Marvel, and it's a miniseries. So you know if if it's anything like this fantastic four life story that's also a, a mini series then i ho- hopefully it's going to be good cuz cuz that one's pretty good so uh but yeah thank you for being uh, patient with me fans and mark and sean i can't believe i did that i knew something was missing i was like damn my my comics notes is like eh, it's like kind of uh well, kind of right now oh what the hell is this yeah okay so Speaking of comics, let's get into it, boys. Uh, anything that you've liked over the last two weeks? Anything you're excited for for this week and going on? Let's start our comic bookie uh, um, are, conversation. Are we getting Are we getting Batman a detective every two weeks again? You just said uh, that we're getting a detective again. 
Or they yeah, came I, out this week, right? Detective. Detective is. I think Detective. We and... just got Detective last time we recorded. Remember, I had the variant. Yes, yes it's it's a bi it, that that's a bi month uh, a bi weekly. Again. Yeah. Did not change that for 2021? No, because remember they went to. I think it was what is it? God dang it! I forgot what it was. Um, Justice League, like Justice League detective and maybe one other you know they gave us a little haha we're gonna give you one month for like six months just to like you know you know make sure you're okay and then boom we're gonna hit you with you know twice monthly so and they didn't change the price either so it's exactly not like studios exactly yeah boom (laughs) no straight up emerald lagasse boom you know john madden boom hit you with that hit you with that five weeks Right. So uh, what you guys like over the last couple weeks, we had um, actually a lot of books. We had the last detective comics, Mark. So, yes, I know. I liked this. I did. I I did, too. It's kind of it feels like it was kind of I don't know. Did it feel like more of a fill in issue to you in a way? Um, Not. But it seems like a little bit because he's behind bars for most of the time. It seems like Vil is going to be kind of a big deal in it, in this um, in this uh detective going forward the parasite yeah. well yeah and also penguin you know yeah penguin mr uh cobblepot yeah so he's it, gonna be in that one too so i mean did you what about that story at the end actually i wanted to ask you about it i know right they totally killed man bat they totally just killed him like after i just read that six issue series uh or was it five or that. six issue i was like yeah i mean that that issue ended they actually brought like a couple scenes from the series that i brought like the end of it into this story and they just killed him like what the hell yeah but i'm not gonna act like i know too much about man bat but um <laughs> he's just a scientist that just tried to you know cure you know his condition and it was one of those ones where he took his his work too seriously and it, it took him away from his wife too and then he just went too far and then he made himself into man bat you know but the the story's going to be continuing it said it said uh continues in detective comics um it's going to be the ongoing backstory at the end of detective comics okay good 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 so hopefully but what do you think about what do you think about uh cobble pot teaming up with uh worth uh, Mr. Still trying to get revenge on Bruce Wayne, still yeah. trying to uh, kill him and Batman, not knowing that they are the same person. And now he's teaming up with the Penguin. Um, your thoughts? Um, I do like it. I And I hope they keep Vile around, too. Obviously, he's not going anywhere. It's going to be interesting because you also – like when it takes like three issues, four issues in a in an arc to kind of say, oh my god, penguins in this, or oh my god, th- like this is vile, and then you figure that it's going to be a six issue arc, it's like, all right, well, what the hell are they going to do in these last couple issues, you know? So it's going to be interesting to see like what they do, because isn't it like how many issues into the arc is it? Was that or, did, or is this a, or is this a brand new arc like starting? You know what I'm saying? Was that Bruce's house they were burning down at the end that he was looking at? Uh, that was, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was his apartment. That was his apartment, right? Because they yeah, said because, because Worth is trying to kill Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. I don't think he knows that he's, you know. But I love that old school uh, art in the middle of it. 
Ooh, with when Joker, they go when back, like when the guy in jail is like, I know who you are. I know you're Batman as well. How do you know? And then they go back to the story. I actually showed you guys last time we recorded, but we didn't read it. But I just flipped through it. And you even said something, Mike, like, oh, look at that art. Oh, it's so uh, sexy. So sexy. Uh, what else? Um, yeah, I got to talk about I got to talk about that made in Korea with Mark. Go ahead. Get into Mark, it. I've been, I've been hearing good things. Image Comics, bro. That is easily probably the best book I'm reading right now, bro. It, oh, I, bro! I don't know what it is about it, man. Like I don't know. I like it. I really, really like it. I, I do mean, like it as well. Uh, just imagine ask, like families that can't have kids, and pretty much they're given a kid who's like a robot, basically, but it has emotions. They weren't given feelings. it. They paid but, for that thing. They paid you know, for it. They paid for it, but it's funny because they have the person. I don't know if he works at the manufacturer, whatever it is. He's trying to like get a hold of the kid. But the yeah, he like, wants the kid back because someone well, I said. I can see why, though, because the kid's starting to make decisions on their own. Then the kid is starting to become friends with, you know, those bad kids at school, starting to miss school, cuts her own hair to look like a boy. Now, you know, it <laughs> that ends, is crazy. Right? It ends with them doing a bank robbery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Badass little kids, man. Sean, yeah. I have to give a timeout to the uh, to the Made in Korea discussion. We have uh, a username Hot Sauce 9 Keonda Chilango. <laughs> oh, there it is, the Chilango of all Chilangos. Dang, hey, it took me leaving the company the for him to ju- to jump in the chat because he says he, you know, this is uh, Mr. Elias Guzman, aka Hot Sauce, over at my yeah. old job. So welcome, Hot Sauce. America is mierda. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, sorry. Back to Made in Korea. Thanks for yeah, joining. Yeah, but yeah, Made in Korea, it, it it's pretty good. Pretty much little the little proxy they call them. Pretty much like a prodigy child, like times ten, right? And the damn the damn little doll, if you will. But I guess you can't really tell. Right, Sean? I mean, people don't really know that it's a proxy. No, the only way that, uh, the only people that know so far is the two badass little kids that she's friends with because she had like a rock or something going to her arm. And when she, there were like little wires sticking out of her arm. So, like, oh crap, like. But the teachers know, like the principal knows. The principal's like, oh, I know it's a special situation. That's why I called you. So people know. They know, but I think it's kind of like normal. Like it's just another kid, but they don't know that like this kid's starting to like. Rebel? Rebel a little bit, bro. It's crazy. Now she's shooting guns off with these bad teenagers. And That's now they got. They do. Like she hit the bullseye every time. They're like, bro. like. But they had the bombs too. So I think they're thinking of blowing up the high school, right? Because they had the, they, they, they're like, oh, we. We've been waiting for these and that's a pretty crazy story i mean it actually it, it it went in a different direction i i talk about this a lot with books sometimes that i think that they're gonna go a certain way and they kind of like I, I wasn't thinking that this story was gonna become her kicking it with like some it's like like you know um Punk ass kids. A dead end dead end kids type story right with a proxy in it i mean that's what it feels like almost you got like these badass kids and now you got this good little asian proxy if you will but i'm excited to see where it goes Great um story so far. i like it yeah i mean I wouldn't say it's the best story i'm reading right now sean but it's a pretty damn good yeah, story it, it just best. i think it's uh just, oh, you're just really you're you're excited about it. I yeah, I've been yeah, I've yeah. been ranting and raving about it too. So, but um, it's a goodie, bruh. 
Okay. Strange Str- Adventures. Strange. Oh, dude, you read my mind. <laughs> I say. My my my. Uh, Strange Adventures eleven. Uh, I haven't seen. I haven't seen that many like bleeped out words, f bombs, and you know, in in any DC book. You know, what I'm saying like, but it's Black Label. Why can't they? Why can't they say that? I mean, I guess Black Label still isn't like. I don't know. I guess they can say you know ass and s h i t and stuff, but they can't say f u c k. So, but yeah, that's you really um, just spell out shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like she, he he admitted it. It's a nice little Tarantino to like back and forth, you know, like them trying to get to, you know through the owl, you know, through those weird looking owls, you know, that like they can speak the language and like, oh, I think he wants to eat you, you know. But that then was at the same, weird. That was hella weird. But then <laughs> he's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Like cl- classic? I know we, we can admit classic guy. Huh? What are you talking about? And then once she like pinpoints a specific number of bullet points and pieces of evidence then he's like uh well yeah i was just trying to save us you know like then he finally admits it that he actually did he actually pretty much gave earth to like to the pikes just so they could save ron and her and the daughter and everything like yeah it's um i would feel the same exact way if i was her like to make her believe that her daughter's dead you know for all of this like It was one of those classic cases of doing the wrong thing for the right reasons. He got slapped up a couple times, man. I mean, he he held his own, though. He held his own. Held his own how? Pulling a gun on her like a little biatch? Oh, that's right. But, yes. I'm Adam Strange. Like, damn, like Tom King is making this guy look like an ass. Yeah, he is. Actually, yeah, you're right. You're right. He did. I actually thought he was going to shoot her at one point, bro. But then he gets shot. He he shoots the blaster, or or somehow when they get in the tussle, it, it it shoots and she overtakes him, and then she's like, oh Adam, like that final you know, oh Adam, as they're like you know they go back to the snow where it's like oh Adam when they're like cuddling next to each other, and then right under it says oh Adam, and like he's the one who who's shot by the blaster. So this last issue, twelve of twelve, it's been a whole year that we've been reading Strange Adventures. It's right. gonna be a dope last issue. We'll see. Like we'll see. Obviously, I don't. I don't think they're gonna kill him even though tom king killed alfred pennyworth like what the hell but yeah mm-hmm. it's gonna it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like it should end in 12 now right i know it should be I, like a 15 yeah like i feel after this this issue that just came out i feel like it's just one it's this lane but that's just it's, how that that's how it's an annual king size is. issue <laughs> that's, yeah that's how tom king is we already talk about this all the time he's uh real good at at, at shortening up the story and using less words and he uh and his artists just uh kind of draw it out for him as well so yeah strange adventures has been a pretty good story adam strange if you're not familiar with him um i think he's what from the 70s mike or something he does adam strange um he's an old character yeah like i mean i can look him up i can look him up yeah he's an old character i think i remember asking alex about him he's not he doesn't come not really around that much or like tom king kind of wanted to like bring him back or something but um kind of left me you know I, i i like it your first appearance of adam strange is showcase number 17 november of 1958 58 she yeah wow Damn. Old character for sure. Mm-hmm. 
That's real. So there, you, so there you have it. Um, if I can just, <clears throat> excuse me, if I could just like roll down a few of the ones from a couple weeks ago, Superman, Son of Kal-El, mm-hmm. it was a cool little like intro, like nothing too special. Uh, they kill Bigfoot in the Department of Truth. I'm not, I'm not gonna say any more of that. You're just gonna have to go and read that story. It's an amazing story. Um, Scumbag kind of brought me back a little bit. You know, like I don't know. What do you think, Mark? He's Real quick on scumbag. scumbag. It didn't bring me back to like the first arc where he was just uh No, no, but definitely better than the last like two or three issues. Yeah, definitely different artist in it as I mentioned. I just uh mm-hmm. I, I like the older art a little bit more. I feel like he's drawn differently, but Yeah. I mean, and that's that's the fun of having, you know, being a comic book reader, right? You get to see mm-hmm. all these different writers team up with different artists and see how they portray their story together, but um i don't know i just think the i think the other artist made him i think the other artist or the other arc the first arc made him seem like the biggest a bigger douchebag i want <laughs> i want i want douchebaggery when i read that book all right douchebaggery. man douchebaggery nice that's a good one douchebaggery uh and then going into this last week's uh my favorite of the week, I still need to get to uh, Seven Secrets in Stillwater, so yes. kind of put that on the back burner. But my favorite probably was either The Nice House on the Lake, number three, or Geiger, number five. So, Sean, Geiger. I know you mentioned Geiger. Let's get into Geiger. So, um, I, I love Gary Frank's uh, artwork, by the way. You know, Doomsday Clock, everything that I've read from from Gary Frank as him and an artist, uh, love it. Jeff Johns, you know, he's more on like the Hollywood. He's more like movies and TV now, but mm-hmm. he can still write a, a damn good story. So, I mean, those two team up again. Um, just the backstory. It's kind of an effed up backstory, as if, if no one knows. But, you know, the apocalypse happens. You know, a bunch of nukes are dropped and this guy, um, he has cancer and he went through an experimental uh, treatment for his cancer, uh, booted his family into some bunker and kind of and then the the nukes dropped. He didn't die from the exposure and he became, you know, Geiger, so to speak. And he has those rods stuck in his back. And that's what makes him, you know, not glow, you know, the fluorescent glow, you know, and uh, he's got a two headed dog and there's a king. You know, uh, I like that. the king's mama. Oh, my God. That was the last issue. Jesus. She hadn't seen the sun or a treadmill in a long time. <laughs> Very long time. Let's just say. But no, the backstory with their relationship, though, and how they blew open the bunker. And then he and because of the king, he found out that his family had been dead for years. Anyways, he was just guarding a grave, you yeah. know, and then he. Uh, he lets the king live, but puts his hands on his face, and now he's all disfigured from, you know, radiation poisoning and whatnot. But they get brought into some, some like Area 51 kind of bunker where the vice president's there, and they're trying to get the codes as well. Like everyone's fighting for these codes and the locations of these silos where the other nukes are from, you know. And then this teacher or whatever, or not the teacher, I'm sorry, but like a doctor or whatever, she brings in the two kids that are with Geiger, mm-hmm. you know. The older sister, she's fine, but the but the the other brother, he's got lymphoma, uh, which is unfortunate. But in in this situation, because there's just so little resources, they have to kill him. So the so the sister tries to go and save the son, and then Geiger hears them screaming. He wakes up from his you know deep sleep because I think they knocked him out. And it was funny. It was like, oh, I don't think we should have taken those out. And he goes, good observation as they take the rods out of him. And he wakes up and he's all like, you know, looks like Dr. Phosphorus, you know, (laughs) and they finally. Yeah, exactly. And so they try to escape and look at here. Oh, did he get knocked out again? Like what happens here? 
starting to remind me of the nuclear family. Kind of. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, war, okay. Like a nuclear war. Then this. Yeah. I mean, kind of in a okay. way. Just That's right. Nu- she says, you know, that like they said they were going to kill him because he was sick. You know, they didn't have the like the means to keep him right and so he's running through the halls trying to save the kids and then they're going to unleash their looks like a looks like a a robotic captain america he's got like a little star shield thing and it says joe on there and it looks like they're gonna um put a like a radioactive thing in his chest and so the final issue of that first arc is in a month that was a good book sorry i kind of you know Hey, took, you did all yeah. the talking, bro. Took hey, you described it. it. <laughs> is it is it the final issue, Mike? Of the arc. Oh, of yes, the arc. Skyger five, and it even says at the end, like, oh, you know, stay tuned for like September first, the final issue of the arc. So, is it ongoing? I think so. I mean, I, I'm not sure. Like Jeff Johns seems like a pretty busy guy, so maybe it's a 12 issue. I will pay attention for it the next time we get previews to see if it says like issue, you know, eight of 12 or whatever to preview the next one. So. Uh, what you got? What else did you guys like from last week? Let's hit a few more. Uh, Batman. Yes, Batman was good. Batman was good. Batman is really good. Miracle Molly almost got her head blown off, but she's still you know, cruising along and crazy. Batman's being a little gangsta, doing his thing right now, going to mm-hmm. see the Scarecrow, who's hey, you know what? He's definitely being that dude right now, just giving everyone that fear toxin and. <laughs> Yeah, that's something I never would want in my life, man. But what about the Scarecrow, though? He's kind of parting ways with Saint Industries, right? Yeah, they thought he's, they going, they he's were... going rogue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. get out. Didn't the first couple pages feel like the, that uh, arc of Tom King's Batman nightmares where like Batman, it looked like he was infected and he was, you know, how uh, Scarecrow was in that field. And he was like towering over him like that. Yeah, it kind of felt like the nightmares arc where he was like, remember, he went through a different nightmare in each issue of that arc. Kind of felt like that to me. And then they go over to, to Miracle Molly. Uh, but like I was telling you guys before, my only gripe with Batman right now, it's still good. Like Tinyan's is badass. Actually, our, probably our last two books of the week is two Tinyan books. Um, but I don't like how they – no other story has gone into uh, the future state faster than Batman, at least the ones that I'm reading. I wish they would have kind of did another couple arcs and slowly in, you know, introduced Saint, slowly introduced Peacemaker, you know. Because it's it seems like after the Ghostmaker arc, boom, Bow's gone. Harley Quinn's like kind of in it. You know, she was in this issue and stuff. But it's more Miracle Molly and it's more the Magistrate and and you know Nakano. It's all that stuff. And I wish they would have you know you know pumped the brakes a little bit. And they wish they would have given us a couple you know better stories leading up to it. You know. Yeah. That's just my what, opinion. What's Miracle? What's that that? That crew that Miracle Molly's a part of again. Uh, shit. It, it says it in the first couple pages. Yeah, what's their name? Oh, the uh, the Unsanity Collective. The there Unsanity Collective. That's they're all right. in that room and they're uh, trying to escape. Yeah. They got some. I, they got some nice tech though. And like she even said, like, oh, can he hold his own? Uh, I put breaker. all of his uh, breaker. I put all of his strength uh, techniques and all of his strength things in him myself. If anybody can can uh, you know tussle with a peacemaker or one it's him like she did it herself like she's like a a, a whiz when it comes to that yep. you know she was trying to like uh disable all of their armor and disable things with just her eye but she's like i can't do it right now you know what i'm saying like it was she i think she's badass i think if she's here to stay i think she's gonna be a cool little character in this batman a good little character i actually really like her i like the whole little group right there yeah definitely a little hippie looking but now nah, they they badass they cool that's right. He did call me. He did call me hippie. Get off me, you hippie. 
<laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. That was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so going a little bit farther into the book, uh, it seems that, I mean, they're trying to save the little girl too, like Ghostmaker. Thank God they got to the ship and everything. Yeah, shot. Yeah. But of course, like Mark said, you know, Scarecrow goes rogue. Um, they, uh, they, he, pump, they, he pumps uh, Mr. Mahoney with uh, more fear talks than he's ever uh, given anyone anybody. patient. So that's going to be pretty crazy. And then they're and like, of course, they're, he was waiting for Batman. So it's going to be uh, Batman versus Scarecrow in the next and issue. And the way they're even trying to portray Batman, like having everything like televised. So they're trying to, oh, look at him. He's aligning with the villains and stuff like that. That's, that's exactly how Future State is. Once once the magistrate, once all the peace uh, the peacekeepers um, – take over he's public enemy number one so mm-hmm. yeah i mean you think this is uh killing people off of batman and dc in a way obviously them it being their biggest book i mean it's it, it's way different like like i mean i feel like dc is really starting something completely different going forward i mean for the next 10 years probably like they really i think yeah. they really want to start like their own you know, they have their history, but I think going forward, you know, it's like I think this is what we're going to see even in the movies, man. I don't know. I mean, I they, mean, they take a lot of, uh, you know, notes and different themes and stuff for these movies from the book. So, I mean, you never know. Someday they may want to create their own uh, universe where it's future state. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know. You never know what kind of path they're going to take. And all these movies that come out, it's based off of all those future state books. I'm not sure. What's the Robert Pattinson one going to be based off again? They said it's based off of like year two. Uh, like it's the second year that he's Batman and loosely based off of the last Halloween, which is a story from, I think, the 80s or 90s. Really dark feel to it. Let's get yeah. the- That's what I'm saying. When do you think how long until you think like the, the motion picture side of it is going to be transformed into what they're doing now or will it ever? I mean, it, t- it took him this long to do a long Halloween a book it'll take him then see in 30 years you know, i don't know yeah, we might, might even be, be after, uh, they after need a, they need, they, that's what i'm saying they need to coincide together more you can't make movies of like stuff that's so old but then have like these they books do. right now that have been fired you know they rarely like, do and i think it's smart for them to to take from older like ip and older stuff like that because if you get someone who's going to go out and buy books that are like oh hey they're doing a future state or whatever i need to go get these books right or you can go ahead and say hey it's from a long halloween book so let me go get those books and while i'm here let's start so you kind of you know you're hopefully getting double the amount of books you know Let's get the current Batman and also the one that the movie's based off of, not just the current one that I have to follow. And then once the movie uh, comes out, then I'm done with comic books, you know? So yeah, maybe I mean, you want to grab, I don't know. I mean, there's so many good stories from the DC, um, you know, universe that they haven't even touched yet, not even in the animated movies. So, I mean, dude, you, and, and all the animated movies, we're getting the Flashpoint, you know, on the Flash mm-hmm. movie. They need to make a, a Superman Red Sun. Sean, you've read that. They need to. They have so many different stories that they still Red need to make. That sounds badass, bro. Yeah. So, uh, and finally, really quick, we're kind of going on in the books. Uh, nice House on the Lake number three. That This story is insane. It's pretty crazy to think that if the world ended, but you were invited by the guy who pretty much had a hand in doing it, like ending the world, you know, and all the, like, what do you guys think about it? Just every aspect of it is so weird. Like, they feel like they're in prison, but then, like, one of the people, like, they're, 
oh, I'm going to cook, uh, you know, eggs and bacon tomorrow morning. Like really like, people are kind of cool with that. And then all the statues that if you touch it, like where you're from, it shows like what it currently looks like. So you can see people's faces yeah. fucking melting off. Like, That's crazy, man. I mean, and then, and then the one guy, uh, Sam, he's like, ah, screw that. Like I'm going, I'm going, I'm going for a walk. And then he's finding the edge of the, you know, he's trying to find the, the formula, right. To see how big the thing is by looking at the, like based off of a corner, you know, going back to my freshman year in geometry, he's finding the edge of where he can actually go in the woods. And then finally he finds this huge area of all those different statues and this huge, Mm. big cube thing. And then he, you know, he has some choice words for Walter and then he leaves. But one of the guys that they, he did, I I don't, did he show up? I don't think he showed. Yeah. Reg, did he show up in the beginning or did he was just lost? Ah, crap. I forgot. No, I don't know. Was he one of the ones that I don't know if he was one of the guys that had a special name. Okay, but he's like inside that cube thing, which is freaking weird. So the whole book is kind of weird. Yeah, so we'll see. I think we're not going to get like all these answers and stuff until like six issues in, you know. If we even get those answers, Mike. I mean, if it's a longer if it's a longer series, I think it's going to take even longer. I think it's going to take it's going to be one of those books that takes us to the very end. Like Honestly. 12 issues, it's a maxi series or whatever, maybe 12 issues. Whatever it is, I, mean, I just don't think we're going to get answers too too soon with this type of book. It's like a thriller mystery type, you know? Yeah, true. But it, it's good. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying it. I thought it was. I mean, be- I am too. And, and it's not hard to follow. You know, it's not like one of those like, ah, oh, it's confusing as hell. Like, I need answers. I didn't I'm confused. think it was. I didn't think it was going to be so much mystery, though. I thought it was going to yeah. be more like uh, horror type. Like, 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 like slasher movie. Yeah. yeah, like I know what you did last summer type crap <laughs> scream. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's it a is little bit it's a little bit of both. It's a little yeah. bit of that. It's a little bit of. Yeah, you know, I, I understand what you're saying. It's it's a little bit of Sixth Sense and it's a little bit of of, you know, yeah. Halloween. I mean, shout out to Tanyan, though. Got a lot of stuff going right now. Yeah. And, you know, to write all different types of books and at the same time. And I mean, nothing sure. I can do. So for sure, for sure. Uh, so that's, uh, the end of the comic book talk. Thank you so much for uh, joining us for that. If there's anything that we have talked about, please go out and, and grab all your books from your local comic book stores. Please support your small local businesses. And if there's anything that you're reading that we haven't talked about, please sh- shoot us a line on, on social media or in the chat right now. Uh, but let's go. Let's get a little bit of a news going, fellas. So I did see one thing. So let me uh, go ahead and like tell my little, uh, you know, like my short little thing. So I see that Catherine Zeta-Jones is going to be playing Morticia in the Netflix uh, adaptation, The Addams Family, made by Tim Burton, which is um, which is it's pretty it's, it, which is pretty cool. Um, they have they have their Gomez too. I forgot what the guy's name is. Um, he's the guy who he has a voice in Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Ah, crap, what's his name? He is ah, I forgot. I actually forgot his name. Um, Netf- what else you guys got? Uh, Sean, you, I have Bam Margera suing Paramount for wrongful termination. I mean, what's up with that? I mean, he's, you know, rehabbing, so I mean, he's trying to find himself. I mean, he was like the star of Jackass and all that stuff, and now yeah. it's just kind of I mean, like he's, he signed him, the bro. Yeah, he signed the contract to do the new Jackass movie while in rehab, you know, and apparently he's saying that he has been prescribed Adderall for 10 years now, but like that oh, was, man. but that was the deal. The producers like, I'm not, I, you, you cannot be in this movie unless you're clean and sober and everyone di- I think is clean and sober except him. So 
there's something somewhere in his contract. I mean, his lawyers are trying to are probably going to try to find a little loophole to get him money, but I don't think that's going to last. I mean, it's, it's sad because he stole his money issues, from it, yeah. but I mean, just stay clean, bro. I mean, you like you knew the stipulation. Come on. I mean, I am actually kind of excited to see uh, Jackass doing all the stupid stuff they do. It always is pretty funny. Did you see the trailer? I did see the trailer and I was dying. <laughs> like, there's some crazy. <laughs> Dude, it was, it was hella funny. Oh, Wait, there's man. a new Jackass coming out? There is. Mark, you didn't see. I thought like they've the, had Jackass two already though. Yeah, Jackass three. I think it's a it's the newest Jackass, bro. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. They're all the same guys. All yeah. the band Majora. Pretty yeah. much. I mean, except except for the guy who died in the car crash. Damn. Steve O. Steve O's in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Party Boy, Chris Pontius. Remember those? Remember those <laughs> old shows that like, like, he was. He like turns on the stereo. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, makes me want to party. And he's like dancing in his man thong. Oh my god, it's hilarious. I love that shit, dude. Um, Daniel Espinosa, the director of Morbius, may have leaked a Tom Hardy cameo. He was ha- he had an interview and he was like, you know what? Like when I get on set, and I just see names on the sheet like you know Jared Leto and Michael Keaton and Tom Hardy. Like you know, I can't help but smile. Or I can't help. I was like, oh shoot. So. He did say that in interviews. So we may be seeing Venom in the Morbius movie, which is, I think, set for next year. So that's wow. nice. yeah, I like it. So kind of meshing those like those universes. So, I mean, why not? You know, you're going to I mean, are they eventually going to get into the MCU? No idea. I mean, with this Loki's season finale, why not? Anything can happen, especially since they have plans for the X-Men and Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, all that stuff, Ant-Man and the, you know, Quantumanium. So it's going to be pretty good. to get into the MCU if uh, numbers don't start picking up at the movie theaters. Although um, I yeah. think I think uh, movie theaters would have wanted Suicide Squad to be released just in um for them i know amc um there's they got news this week that they are going to be having like the rights to be able to play warner brothers uh, movies for 45 days before any other theaters i believe or before they go to streaming um in particular that's that's gonna help they need that i think think that's what they do with wonder oh what's up aaron thanks for joining the chat no you did not miss sports talk it's coming what up a dog is next boy um, no, they, I didn't Wonder Woman do that. It was, it was available for 30 days 30 on days, Christmas. Yep. And then after the 30 days, it went off and I think went into theaters. So I think that, I mean, HBO max, they're going to look back on 2021 and say, we kind of made a boo-boo by not doing the, what Disney plus is doing, you know, allowing the, you know, doing $30 and then, the, and then, the, you know, cause bro. it's like, it's free. You can watch space jam. You can watch. You know, this, we all watched the Suicide Squad. Did either of us, go, any of us, go to the theaters? No, we did not. Did you charge you know? extra? No. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. exactly. You didn't. You know, they didn't charge us the thirty bucks, like for you know premium access or whatever. Did I pay for Black Widow? Yes. Did I pay for Jungle Cruise? Yes. Did I pay for pay for Cruella? Yes. And those were all banger movies. And I would, and going back and looking, we'll get into the Suicide Squad next. I would pay the thirty bucks to see that, for sure. If I'm gonna take my wife, me and my wife, twelve to fifteen dollars, there it is. And we're gonna we're gonna go to an AMC and grab a couple of drinks, popcorn, candy. Get your popcorn, baby, get your popcorn. There's you know, there's sixty, seventy dollars right there. So yeah. They would have definitely gotten my money. Well, speaking of that news that you just brought up, I know uh, the one news I've seen was referring to Venom, that there is likely uh, a number three that is in the works. So Oh, cool. 
I mean, they already got, you know, they're going to have the Venom and Carnage. A Venom 3 sounds obviously very likely with Tom Hardy. Hopefully they have Spider-Man included in that. We'll see, man. I mean, obviously it's always rumors until the movie's actually out or we see the previews. But we'll see, man. That'll be good. I mean, it's a matter of time before we have Spider-Man and obviously Venom. Yeah, yeah, no, true. Um, What else? Um, The How I Met Your Father. So, like, the now side uh you know series based off of the how i met your mother series starring hillary duff has now uh casted their main like their main cast so hillary duff is the lead actress and i think i do have you know the i think i have the other uh cast over here i was looking it up yesterday but i was like oh cool so i i mean I, i'm wondering i think it's uh strictly on hulu it's like 10 episodes on Hulu, which is pretty cool. I mean, I have, I mean, I, it's one of those ones that I have too, but if anyone knows any of these actors or actresses, um, she's going to be, uh, Hillary Duff is the main actress and she's going to be, uh, act alongside Veronica Mars, actor, Chris Lowell, grown ish actress, Francia Racia, the Royals actor, Tom Ainsley space force actress, Tian Tran and life of Pi actor, Siraj Sharma. So that's the cast of the, um, new, how I met your father. So I think it's I think instead of uh, the dad, like I think it was uh, what, what was his name? Who's the who's the old host from uh, America's Funniest Home Videos? Oh, uh, 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 Bob Saget. Instead Bob of Saget, Bob, instead of Bob is. Saget being the guy who's telling his kids how I met your mother, it's Hillary Duff telling her Great kids father. how I met your father. So nice. it's a lo- cool little spinoff. You know, ten episodes. I may get into it, may not. But uh, um, Tim Drake. Mark, I, I uh, texted you guys the other day that Tim Drake I saw on the, like the poster of the new season of Titans Dang. is going to be in the season three. So that's pretty dope. But then at the same time, we see that in this newest I- issue of Batman Urban Legends, apparently he's bisexual. So, I knew it. There was a couple of uh, issues where I see him Batman <laughs> bending over and he was taking no, a little peek. And I say, OK, hey, no, but um. I don't think any of us read the urban legend story, but apparently he says at the end of the issue, like, oh, I'm going on a date with um, so-and-so, and it's a guy. So, uh, yeah, just another, um, you know, it, it's pretty crazy how they've been doing this the last couple of years. You know, um, Alan Scott Green Lantern comes out as gay. I think his son Obsidian is gay. Um, and now uh, Tim Drake. So it'll be interesting to see if they make the actor also in the show Titans mm-hmm. gay as well. But uh, but who knows? But um, but, you know, but more inclusion, you know, I'm I'm Definitely. I'm never, uh, you know, upset with that. Just like what we were talking about uh, two weeks ago, how people got mad that, uh, you know, the Little Mermaid Ariel was black. Like, eh, you know, yes. at the end of the day, who cares? You know, Ignorant. so. um, So, yeah. So. So that's that. And then also finally, so Suicide Squad. So Suicide Squad uh, premiere on HBO Max last Friday. Warning, warning, warning for everyone tuning in live. Uh, it's going to be in it's in the, the the title of the live video. It's going to be in the title of this episode. So uh, skip and or turn it off until you've watched the movie. But this is a spoiler filled review of Suicide Squad. So what did you guys think of it? Because all three of us watched it. I had a phenomenal time. I had such a fun time. I laughed my ass off a few times. I enjoyed this movie. Classic James Gunn. Well, that's why it was so good, because there was so many good laughs in it, the interaction between the characters. I mean, I always say it's just an it was a action comedy, basically. You know, when you had the villains all come together. I mean, Idris Elba, let me just be off top. He's one of my favorite actors. He did his thing. He killed. I think he did better in his DC role 
then obviously his Marvel role, which he is in Thor. And he is actually good in that role, too. Like, he's not a main character, but as uh, his role in Deathly Suicide Squad was awesome. I was, hey, bro, I was very surprised how good John Cena was. And I guess yeah. now I could see, I mean, do I think his show's going to last? Maybe not. But the fact that off top they gave him a show, I think it's because they knew, hey, he did pretty damn good. Like, this guy's going to be, I think, a fan favorite. And I think most people who watched it will say, hey, he did pretty freaking good in the movie. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I mean, he definitely, it was like, he was definitely his funny, you know, from like, you know, daddy's home or whatever. Yeah. Um, You, you know, but then at the same time, it's an action movie. Like my favorite part of the whole movie involved him and Idris Elba when they were in that village. And then, you know, they were like kind of going, you know, one for one on kills. And he just goes up to the guy laying down and just that was like, dude, I had to rewind it like two times. I laughed my ass off like it was so funny. He's not my favorite character, but I can see why they're giving him a TV show. And that kind of is like, are they going to maybe kind of move into a like a universe? You know, like, if, shows for like when you get a movie and then you get a TV show, you have some kind of plans to do something beyond that. Right. Like, why would you just make one show, James Gunn? Oh, one and done. And then and then help make a one and done TV show. Like, hopefully they make something off of that. You know, I'd say my favorite character was Polka Dot Man for <laughs> sure. <laughs> I need for sure. That. Just when he just makes everyone look like his mom. Hella funny. And then I would say that's one. And then uh, my second favorite, I did like Ratcatcher 2.0. She was cool. I did like her story and she was Portuguese. Yeah, so that made right. me like her a little bit more. So that was pretty cool. So so what about you guys? What do you guys think of the movie? Yeah, her story was pretty cool. I like that. Like, why don't you like rats? Why don't you like rats? I mean, honestly, dude, the movie wasn't I mean, it wasn't exactly what I expected. I mean, I, I really, really liked it, but um, exactly I, I, I actually didn't think it was going to be as good. I'm not trying to throw shade. Oh, okay. I'm actually complimenting it. Right. Like I didn't expect to be like as good. Like like uh, Sean said, Idris Elba and dude was great. I like how they start the movie off as uh, as well with like a whole different like cast. And then mm-hmm. they all yeah. get like, you know, yeah, they're the distraction. That one likes um like what is that like the little rat looking the thing weasel weasel <laughs> weasel yeah damn weasel bro who, who is not dead now we see at the uh, at the end scene he's not dead true and the, yeah oh I know that's right he he like un, he like got the water out caught like, up all that water yeah but water. I mean but then they show Merle the guy the actor who played Merle from a uh, Walking Dead and they kept showing him like you know close up. Every time someone died, they showed him. Showed him. I thought he was going to have a more like integral part, and they only showed him because he was the only one to chicken out and then leave. And then Waller blew blew his chip, you know. Oh yeah. But you had like Nathan Fillion, you know, from Firefly fame, and and, and what's his superpower? He detaches his, his arms, arms. Yeah. and then he just and like and then Harley Quinn there. What the? <laughs> like hey i didn't pick the team you know and then you had javelin who didn't do anything but you know the, the, the his biggest part was to give harley quinn his javelin, javelin. <laughs> and then you had um uh what was uh uh the, the the comedian with all the tattoos what the hell is his name oh the one uh oh, the the guy jumps out off top and says hey we're here From saturday night live right yeah yeah Pete yeah. davidson David Pete Davidson. Pete yeah. Davidson. Yeah. I was surprised. Like when I, off, like when I saw the cast, I was like, Oh cool. We got this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. And then dude, you can just, you knew 
like all those posters don't get attached don't get attached don't get attached exactly so and so unless you liked uh bloodsport harley quinn or king shark or Ratcatcher 2.0 all of your favorite characters died i mean obviously john cena at the end but until the final scene all of your you know unless you liked those four guys sylvester stallone and uh, nom nom you know unless you like go those guys they're all dead but you had great i mean the the way the movie had action um cgi built in i mean obviously uh, the i like the gory part of the cgi was pretty cool but and then you had like the romantic scene with like harley when she just like blasts him up and it's just like dude that that movie was actually pretty bad like i'm not the type of dude to really watch movies like oh i'd watch it again the next weekend but i'd actually watch it again you know like when she when she uh escaped that prison cell and she was tearing through those guys in the hallway Damn, dude. It's got that Quentin Tarantino-ish, like, Pulp Fiction type of feel to it sometimes at parts. You're trying to break in to get her, and she's like, what are you guys doing? (laughs) It's got the comedy. uh, Like, in Glorious Bastards, like, oh, kill, 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 kill. Like, right after it, you know, back and forth, you see, you know, brains splattering everywhere. You know, it was pretty dope. I definitely liked it. It was definitely better than the first one. Um, Like, where, uh, I mean, I, I can't even rank it because it was, like, not like a serious you know not like the dceu is you know so to speak but like i was telling you guys earlier it was guardians of the galaxy with cussing and and a a lot more blood and guts and everything i thoroughly enjoyed it you know especially if you already have hbo max if you're already paying for the membership sit down with a drink with some popcorn with your significant other and not your kids and just have a good time you know like there's already like getting blasted on the reviews and you saw james gunn like quote Eh, I'll live. That's all he said. Like, uh, I'll live. Like, why do you have to be like, why do you have to hate so much? Why? It's like it's like Democrats and Republicans. Like if you're a diehard Marvel fan, it's like you can't be a DC fan. Like no one can like both anymore. It's just trash. It's stupid. But um, but no, the Suicide Squad, I give it. Let's give it a Rotten Tomato score. Let's give it. Uh, let's give it an a an 81. Yeah, that's actually my. I had it at eighty. So yeah, eighty, eighty-one. Like yeah. a B minus. Like like a B minus. Yeah. yeah. It was good for what it was. It was actually really good for what it was. Just you knew what you kind of expected. I mean, seeing the first one, you're like, oh shit. And they came <laughs> right. out with this, and it's like, damn, it was like a revamp type of vibe. It was good. I mean, Waller still a biatch. Dude, she is evil. She deserves with a capital parts, E, bro. She, she is. She is Lex Luthor level. She is up there, she for is. sure. But I mean, um, at the box office, it's not making. It didn't make the numbers over the weekend that they expected. I mean, no, obviously, like you said, they should even look at box office numbers for like the next year or two. At this point, twenty six and a half million to the seventy million expected, seventy two point two million worldwide, according to the studio. Um, How many people watched it though? You know, like did yeah. people who were already subscribed and, uh, or new subscribers? Sui- like, how many people actually watched it? The Suicide Squad is a big budget uh, superhero by obviously by Gunn, as we all know. But um, his newest film earned critics 92 percent with Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah, it was good for what it was. I mean, yeah, why not? Well, you guys are undermining him, man. I know, right? I, I just think like we're looking at it from just like a big picture. Like it was good for what it was. And if you guys should look at it compared to like certain movies, at- it wasn't like the greatest movie. But for what it was, yeah, it's like 
It was a cool yeah. movie. It was fun. It was good. And yeah. like to see Starro the Conqueror, like finally, <laughs> you know, like it's one of those things where finally now we have the CGI to see a cool ass Starro the Conqueror. Yeah. And it was like, and it's just like the little things came out of his armpit. Like it was nasty. A walking really starfish, cool. man. That's pretty badass. <laughs> so they're right? saying. They're saying a lot of the reason why this film kind of is missing expectations. I mean, I don't know if they're making excuses, but they're saying that it's because it's the follow up to the 2016 Suicide Squad that obviously was kind of poorly received by fans, despite making 747 million um, uh, gross. But I think that's people were excited to see Harley Quinn and like Jared Leto as Joker, and it was and it was nothing but the theaters. Of course, it made money. You had the people who already did that. So misleading. That's so misleading. Yeah. Uh, Starts with an A and like Ayer. Ayer. Uh, Ayer. uh, I forgot what the what the cut because everyone's asking for. Oh, we're gonna get the Ayer cut, like you know the Snyder cut or whatever. I forgot what the what the name was. You can look it up. But uh, Joe, there was a post credit scene. There was a post-credit scene. One of the post-credit scenes was they they flash back to the beach the where Weasel like drowned, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he and then he wasn't dead, so he like coughs up water, and then he kind of like gets up like, huh? Like what the just hell? Walks and he away. Just, like, you, scurries you, off. You, but then any, a, you have any was, credence to that, Mike, or you think it's just something like funny they wanted to do? I think that it's just was something funny. funny they that wanted to funny, do. I okay. think. You know, like now he's on Corto Maltese, like alone, like <laughs> some freaking weasel going to be walking through the streets now. Um, but right. then there was another scene where the younger people, the people who like kind of knocked out uh, Amanda Waller, like the blonde chick and then the guy with the, the scraggly beard and everything, they go into the hospital and they find that uh, Peacemaker is not dead. So John Cena's character is not dead, so that's going to lead into his series that they have on HBO Max. So should be a good one. Like when they killed him, I was like, oh, so that his show's going to be a prequel then. And then boom, here comes the post-credit scene. So Joe, if you want to go back and then fast forward to like the very, very end, you'll find that that post-credit scene. So That uh, damn starfish was some weird shit though. Hello weird, bro. Yeah. Hello weird. And you know what? <laughs> and you know what? That's going to be one of people's gripes. Like, what the hell is that, was that starfish? Oh, wow, I give a starfish. And that's going to be the people like who are dumber than a bag of freaking hammers. They don't ever read a comic book, and they see that Starro the Conqueror came from like the first ever issue that had Just. the Justice League together. Like, yeah, I, I would have never thought. Me. I would have never known that if you didn't tell me. And even now, I could say oh, starfish, but it's creative actually. The way they used it, having the small starfish come out and speaking through that, I was like, okay, they actually made it work. I mean, for the most part, yeah, yeah the starfish is a freaking villain. What the hell is this? But they made it work. And obviously, what you said is it wasn't you know, the Justice League, so that, it all that, came full circle. That weirdo dude with all the stuff attached to his head, the one that was <laughs> like, huh? The thinker. Yes. Yeah, the th- Dude, that's, that's right. That was eye scan. Yeah, he he got messed up too. That was gnarly. Um, but okay, Harley? that's our review, huh? It was Harley. That was Harley, yeah, gnarly. Harley, gnarly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that is a review of the Suicide Squad. Please let us know how you thought of it, and if you disagree with our 82 uh, percent like Rotten Tomato and the 92 percent that actually Rotten Tomatoes gave it, we uh, thoroughly enjoy that. Yes. But we're gonna take a two minute break to use the Bonyo and. Uh, refill our waters or drinks but this is the comic boogies podcast we'll be right back uh stay tuned folks sports is next deportes
are back, ladies and gentlemen, with the Comic Boogies podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on YouTube and Twitch Live. Uh, because of my work schedule, you can actually uh, listen to this episode wherever you get your podcasts tomorrow morning, uh, Thursday, and not the usual Saturday. So uh, you're welcome. But we are also on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at the Comic Bookies. You can reach us at email at thecomicbookies at gmail.com. Uh, but yeah, uh, again, subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch pages. You find all of our shorts, all of our videos, our live streams. I'm sure that I'll uh, be concocting a nice little video uh, documenting our Saturday this upcoming weekend as the TCB guys are out in Tracy celebrating my son's um, first birthday. So uh, yeah, so glad to have you, everyone in. There's still you know a handful of people viewing right now. Thank you so much for uh, sticking with us. It's a late night here, 10.45 p.m. on Pacific Standard Time, but let's get into some sports, fellas. So let's get into the sport that's like actually like now done. Uh, the Olympics is now over, uh, but the headline is is – well, first of all, I loved the last couple of days you know, of, of the track and field, of all the medleys, of all of the, the, the relay races, and just like how fast people can be, man. Absolutely just Barry Allen freaking fast fast as hell um but usa takes over china in golds and obviously we already held the lead in in overall medal count so that's amazing i think we ended up with like 39 golds so yeah so what do you guys think about the last since we talked there's been a a huge amount of olympics but you know as we round out the olympics what was your guys's uh favorite moments the track was awesome just because without the track, we probably wouldn't have had the most gold medals i love all the world records that got broken I mean, the four by one women won by four seconds. The shot put thrower, I think he broke his own record like two times or something like that. Like completely unbelievable. Yeah. You know, it, the Olympics, it definitely separates, you know, great athletes from just world class athletes. And I actually applaud every country at that. Uh, every country that even participated, you don't even got to get a medal. You participate in the Olympics. You are the best of the best. Uh, shout out to the home country portugal we did get a gold medal in the triple jump men's and we had a silver medal in the triple jump women's so awesome you know and we got a bronze in judo so i don't know man it's a beautiful judo no judo no hey you know i like that it's a good one I like it. Where's the drum roll on that one, baby? Just a beautiful thing, man. Seeing all the countries come together and obviously competing, but just like such a mutual respect. You see there's so much respect between all the competitors and stuff. And yeah, man, I mean, I loved it. I'm so big on the Olympics. Yeah, the Olympics, it it was pretty dope. But um, I mean, what can you say, man? (laughs) There there was no better uh, event than the... the, uh, (laughs) What was it? The spaghetti uh, leg race? The spaghetti uh, legs. Oh my uh, god! Power walking. The, oh the my god! Power, I know. Power walking walk spaghetti race. legs. You know if there was like, a forty-six-year-old Portuguese guy in that race. He got like. <laughs> Bro, can you imagine training for that? They just like walk, and then it's like their legs like look like they're all deformed, dude. That was a dude. Some of the. It's, it reminds me of like when you watch um, or like World Cup or certain tournaments or, you know, like uh, Champions League qual- um, what, or whatever, like these uh, lower divisions. And it's like you always see that one team that you never saw before. Right. Every time you turn on the Olympics, you always see that one damn sport you never saw before. I mean, every four years you're going to see. I mean, 
power fat or a power walking racing dude they're so strict though on the actual rules like you can be in a running motion but you can't be running like it's like the way your feet go like i don't know man the can't way it is lift, you can't lift both your feet can't you know be yeah. off the, you see air. the judge running up and like waving the flag at the guy like hey hey his face <laughs> You can't make it up, bro. You oh, can't dude. So I'm, so I'm, I'm looking up um, Poland right now, which, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, well, 14 total medals, by the way. Hey, um, but the, the, nice. so it looks like a lot of mixed, like track and field, mixed relay, a lot of hammer throws, javelin, eight, men's 800 meter, uh, kayaking, quadruple skulls, um, the Greco-Roman. But the top one right here, <laughs> the, the it just goes to what you guys say. Uh, Tamala David won the men's 50 kilometer race walk. <laughs> he oh, won a gold nah. medal. So, what you guys told me about the gold? <laughs> you a hell of a walker. Nice. Yeah. How you train for walking, man? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, You're going to see moonwalking in the event. In the, in the <laughs> hell yeah, moonwalking dude, that's racing. A, that's awesome. Hey, all respect to the competitors again. We're not insulting. I swear, we're the biggest supporters, but. <laughs> How do you get walking, into man, something? That's a good one. Like, like, seriously, real question. Everybody on a live. Right had here. medals, by the way. They had a, another bronze. They had kayaking and a men's 100. Uh, yeah, judo, but they had also men's kayak single thousand meters. They got the bronze as well. How did? In, uh, oh, go ahead, Mark. Who gets into? How do you get into that though? I'm um, daddy. Can I uh, get into uh, power walking, racing? <laughs> like, how would you like? Who, how do you get? Ask for the ones this? that they, they didn't like running in school, but they like racing. <laughs> so you, say, you know what? We got power walking. Right. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, Mike. How did uh, your the wife of the one who goes to your CrossFit? How did the husband do? Um. So he like, I'm not gonna say like he was out of his league because, but like. A lot of those guys are like way more experienced, it seemed like, because when he was doing his two lifts, his snatch and his and his clean and jerk, uh, he started oh. out like one of the lower weights. <laughs> Didn't China win the snatch? Or... No, no. Uh, I think that was like a different weight class. Different weight class. I know it was a different weight class. So you had someone from, I think, uh, Bulgaria. I think he won or whatever. But um, – <laughs> But he just like started out so low. I think he finished like seventh or eighth out of. Okay. But I mean, like when when you can make Group A like the top ten, be the only one to represent your country. I mean, that's a, that's an accomplishment in itself. So you know, you know, props to him. Uh, who won men's football? Because uh, soccer. Because I see Mexico got the bronze. Yeah, Brazil. Hold on, Brazil. Yeah, Brazil. Brazil, or Spain? Yeah, Brazil beat Spain. Spain. Yeah, Brazil beat Spain. I mean. Yeah. So my yeah. my Finns get two medals. They uh, women's light. A light heavyweight boxing take a b- nice little bronze and the men's 200 meter breaststroke uh they take a bronze so yep, the fins awesome. which are i think they're more uh, known for their uh winter olympics so we'll see you there japan man japan kind of rocked japan, it for ha- they showed out do, do they do they put um sorry do they put uh events or sports that are more geared towards the country that's having um I that's instead so. no olympic because event. isn't skateboarding like something new? And I mean, I think a lot, a lot of these American, right? They they added a number of events, but it wasn't catered to the country. Yeah, I because think actually did the Japanese win one. are they're saying Japanese probably have the best skateboarders in the world right now. And I'm like, that's funny because I don't ever remember skateboarding being in the Olympics. Now it's in Japan and they take a bunch of medals. Well, it's interesting mean, when you see that skateboarding event because they pretty much did like from a big jump onto. 
a bar to grind and everyone like basically ate it except I think one who I think was Japanese and they won. So, uh, you know, I mean, I like judo fencing golf. Uh, I'm seeing all these medals that they got in, you know, uh, gymnastics, archery. They've all been, I mean, women. shoot, but it, they, they took silver in, in women's basketball. Yeah, they did. You know, Japan. Uh, yes. Yeah. Did they come? All these skateboardings, uh, swimming, um, I see they got, surfing. Uh, they, they took a silver USA in men's women, surfing USA and a bronze women. in women's surfing. Like, yeah, got, I mean, they they got third. They got uh, third or fourth in most medals, right? Third. 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 Wow, that's what no, I'm no, saying. No, 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 I'm sorry. Or this is all. This is total. This is total medals. Was this third. is total by gold. So they got. Uh, you have the United States at 113. Uh, China at 88. Uh, ROC. I'm sorry, I can't say Russia. They got 71, and Great Britain had 65. And then rounding out the top five, Japan with 58 total medals. They had the third most golds at 27. Nice. Shout out. Yeah. That just Shout shows out. how many different events there are, man. Yeah. And, and how exciting. Go ahead. I want to know the percentage of events that the U.S. medaled in, and not gold medal, just medaled in. He figured they had 100 and how many total medals? 113 medals. So that just shows there's over 113 events, and that's freaking crazy when you think about it. I, wow, I know. Damn. Well, you got that power. You got that power walking race. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Can't God. make this up, people. Cannot uh, make it. All, right. all the way, um, yeah, So now we, so we only have to wait three more years for the next Olympics. So actually, uh, one more year because we get the Winter Olympics 2022. Okay. Baby. True, true, true. So Summer Olympics are in now three years. Next year is a which country Olympics, is it so in? By the way, do we know? CCB I mean, uh, Winter Olympics. It's, Lake Tahoe, in, it's right? in Beijing, I think. Winter Olympics 2022 will be in Beijing. Mark is correct. It is that Beijing beef? There we go. And then 2024 for summer, it's in Le France. There's a couple more people, Le Prairie France, también around here. También. Yeah. And then the 2028 Summer Olympics is in LA. So that's going to be fun. So we get, so we get, so we get 2026 World Cup and 2028 Olympics. Oh my God. As Mark and all the young kids say, she. Um, okay cool so so let's so let's move on uh gentlemen so we have nascar this week um uh, oh you know what i haven't been on that's right bob burnquist that's right yep uh joe's talking about i know skateboarding is big in brazil too huge oh yeah one of the girls one of the 12 or 13 year old girls got silver Yeah. yeah Yeah, but it's cool, too, to also see people who play in the United States, like in the NBA and all that stuff, to then play for their countries, like the Gasol brothers in Spain. It's kind of cool to, to, to see that. Or Luka like, Doncic. Yeah, Luis exactly. Scola. You know, so that's Go also there. Cool. So let's do NASCAR. So I want to uh, hit real quick. There was a trailer for the new NASCAR video game. Um, it, 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 it looked like a cool game. And then it said, you know, like available pre-order like eight twelve, it's so like tomorrow. I'm like, oh cool, I you know pre-order. Like like when's it coming out? Like okay. October twenty eighth. 
like you know if any video game fans are on here right now you know specifically in sports like fifa doesn't fifa come out like before a certain season starts uh madden nba 2k nhl the show for baseball they all come out like before a certain season starts so you're telling me that the new nascar game comes out after the season's over where's that nascar respect people that's kind of that's kind of dog that's kind of dog crap because like I would want to get the new season in or the new video game in February and kind of play with the new paint schemes, you know, play with that season as well. People like doing that. They kind of like, you know, following, I've seen a bunch of YouTube videos of like, they play with the weeks in Madden and stuff like that. So, I mean, I mean, it's, it's not the hugest gripe I have. I have many gripes, but do they you know, play a 15 it, minute quarters. It, <laughs> you a real one. If you play 15 ooh, minute quarters, Hey, I that. get down to six, I get to seven on a good day, but we'll go to six. I, <laughs> I do the five-minute quarters in Madden, for sure. Fifteen, hell no, dude. You never finished the compared to that accelerated clock. You won't do 200 laps in the Daytona 500 in that game, though. Only Michael Roots does that, buddy. I will not do that. I will not live stream for you know three and a half, four hours doing that. Hell no, buddy. Um, but yeah, so that video game's coming out in the fall. Uh, and NASCAR itself is at Indianapolis, but we're not doing the Brickyard 400 on the normal Indianapolis Motor Speedway. We have a road course. So again, like we had at Coda, like we had at, uh, what was the other one? I mean, we don't have any data, you know, we can't go up based off of that, but based off of road courses, we have my boy, number five from Hendrick Motorsports, Kyle Mother and Larson winning at Watkins Glen, taking the crown from Chase Elliott, who, you know what, if they had five more laps, he would have caught him, by the way. Chase was hauling ass. He was like a half a second uh, faster than Larson on each lap. No, but he, no, no, not too many mistakes. He just, he just got caught up in lap traffic at the right, right, right time. Um, so yeah, so Kyle Larson takes that Watkins Glen. So I would put those two up at the highest odds, to take the road course in Indianapolis, maybe Truex and Bush up there as well too. I'm not sure if Mark has odds, but what do you guys think about this weekend in Indianapolis? Well, I'll just save the time and let Mark go. Cause I'm with you on that. It's going to either be chase or Larson at this point. I mean, chase has been competitive or winning every damn road track. And Larson's just being that guy this season. I mean, <laughs> can't really say much, man. He is being, he's that guy. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, first season back, winning every freaking race. What do you have for us, Marcus? I mean, what can you say, right? You think, what do you know? This is um, a race they've never been to before, obviously. And I know they're going to have practice, but it's, I say you were just going to have to go with your road course uh, ringers, if you will. But I'd have to, Larson is obviously three to one. Chase Elliott's a little bit better than him at two to one. I see here. True X, as you guys alluded to earlier, eight to one. Kyle Bush, I like. I mean, Bush, uh, I, he's good at. I really like him at Indy and in the Oval. Mm-hmm. But let's see how good he can be here um, on a road course. Verizon 200 at the Brickyard, um, 11 to one for Bush. Hamlin 14 to one, still winless. Look at this, Austin Cindric 18 to one. So his wow. odds are actually his odds are better than any well, of his team Penske. Um, team Penske. No, but go ahead, finish your thought, and I have a question. And that's probably because he's going to be running the Xfinity race the day before as well. I'm sure that has a little bit to do with it. But, I mean, those are some of your top favorites. Harvick, 28 to 1. I mean, my guy's even 25 to 1. He was doing good. He won the first stage at the Glen. Joey Logano did. But um, he got spun out by his own teammate, uh, Kozlowski. 
Um, couldn't he spun out like twice? I think he had an issue. Oh, with his dude, that was such bad luck, bro. He got he had spun in and right into Logano. Such bad luck there in the second stage, bro. Yeah, kind of what happened with Tabell. Um, yeah, and um, I, my question was, it, but isn't it true that the Xfinity series have raced at Indianapolis on a road course before? Is yeah, it, you're right. They, I, I think I, so they probably did. Probably why Cindric has guinea, such good guinea odds. Pigged it there. Like last or last year, the year before, they guinea pigged it there. You're right. Yeah. So I think that that's probably a, it was one of those random Saturdays where I'm like, oh, hey, you know, either, you know, NASCAR is somewhere else like the the the, the big boys, the, the Cup Series and Xfinity or the trucks are here in Atlanta, you know, Motor Speedway at the road course. And I go, oh, well, road course, what the hell? And I watched a little bit of it. I'm like, oh, cool. So that might be a, a small reason why he's up there in odds, Mark. Yeah. Also, if you look at um, Los Gatos's finest down here in uh, the Bay Area, <laughs> Almendinger, uh, he's actually going to yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's actually going to be in the Xfinity race as well. And he's also here at 25 to one on Sunday. So he's a driver that's real good at road courses. He's a driver that has probably raced here before. And um, him and Cindric, man, I mean. They're getting better odds than a lot of these favorites. I mean, Kozlowski, 50 to 1. Is that even real? I mean, we're get, I'm seeing odds here offshore on Bovada, but man, that seems kind of, uh, that seems kind of, uh, I mean, I might have to take that. Kozlowski, doesn't he have a win at the Brickyard? I know it's um, not a road course, but. I mean, I, I can check that, but I will tell you this because Kyle Larson won at Watkins Glen. Gentlemen, we are not going to have. 17 different winners. Sorry. Oh, you're right. You're Even right. Yeah. Indianapolis yeah. uh, road course, Michigan and Daytona, if they give us three different winners like Harvick, Hamlin, and, uh, you know, let's just say Cindric wins this weekend. That's exactly 16. So exactly 16 winners would get into the playoffs. So. Do we know what is the NASCAR record for the most different winners in a season? I do not. Hmm. I know a handful of people that might know. But I would I say know. it's somewhere around where we're at right now. I think probably give one or two. Oh, really? Maybe like about 14 or 13, something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I mean, they might they might have that, you know, in 2011, there were okay. 18 different victors. Oh, there you go. Damn. In 2013, there were 17. But it, but Good on you. Good on you, Sean. That one? Oh, really? Crazy. So Brad Keselowski in 11 races has one win and six top tens uh, at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So he has one win. So you want to talk about people who are kind of like having experience racing there. Kevin Harvick, three wins. Kyle Busch, two. One for Keselowski, one for Ryan Newman. And that is it. Your, your, like, did someone dominate? Like, did Jimmy Johnson dominate or something? Because if you're current drivers, you have one, two, three, four different winners at, at like the Brickyard, and that's it. Jimmy did you have Johnson, someone who dominated? Stu- Jim- I think Tony Stewart won there a couple times. Jeff Gordon. JG. JG. Jeff Gordon Ramsey, as uh, <laughs> Michael Roots likes to call him. <laughs> Mark, you are definitely the NASCAR guy. And since I did click on this, it actually has a record right below it that I actually have to bring up just because it's it's a Wayne Gretzky type record. Oh, this racer 99. had 27 wins in a season. So we're like the number of races different back then, or is there normally like 20 something races? It? Was it like Petty or Kale Yarbrough? Petty had 
27 wins in his season. He has 200 career wins. Good they lord. probably had less races that year. They probably had 30 races. <laughs> 27 oh out of 30. Uh, so everyone enjoy that uh, road course at Indianapolis. The first time that I believe the Cup Series is ever going to have that. So uh, should be a doozy this Sunday. Uh, let's do it. Let's get EPL. The English Premier League, ladies and gentlemen, is back. We are excited to talk about it. Um, it's not. It's one of the ones where it's like baseball and hockey and basketball. Where we don't talk about it every single week, and some, in, you know, unless some huge news or whatever happens. But of course, we have to preview the season start. Uh, Manchester United, I think we looked at the schedule. Sean is at home against Leeds. Yes. Um, Liverpool is at Norwich City. Your Wolves are at Leicester City, and that kind of rounds it out. The but this weekend starts the season boys i can't you know it's been a it's been a transfer filled season uh, specifically for our for some of our teams but yeah uh yeah tell me about this upcoming season guys uh this is the only time that arsenal will be in first place (laughs) (laughs) just because of the spelling of their team (laughs) but it's gonna be a fun season i think it's gonna be huge uh you're a damn fool <laughs> Chelsea obviously is rolling, you know, the confidence from last season. And obviously, they, they won today the Super League, Super Club, whatever it is. They beat the winners of the uh, Champions League versus the, what is it, the Europa League? The Europa League. They beat Villarreal. So that was good for them. But no, it's going to be a good season. All the transfer uh, movement with Man City, obviously, Man United. Tottenham with the new coach. Does Kane really want to be there? Liverpool, I mean, they have like redemption season written all over them because they're already a great team and they just needed to get players healthy. So I I think it's going to be just a shootout. I think those hungry teams, it's going to be a good season. And United, I think it's like one of those... If you can't do it this season, <laughs> then just just I, I'm as you don't blow up the team as much money and as good as they are. But it's like, you know, you guys added the kid Sancho from Borussia Dortmund, who's a young, talented team, and you already have a damn good team. Bruno has a set fresh season with the guys. Pogba, I don't know. You can go through all these big teams. It, Who the hell I'm, is Paul Pogba? Exactly. You when know, I have when I have my when I have my red Chevy. You know, late in uh, Manchester United jersey. Man. I don't know who Paul Pogba is. If I have a French national jersey on, oh, there he oh, is. I know who Paul Pogba is. You know what? It's gonna be fun though. I know. I mean, I, I know Mark has that. Come on now, fresh season star. I mean, Liverpool. I I don't sleep on them, man. I know Firmino had you know goals in the most recent preseason. Jota, he'll be back firing. I'm excited, man. It's it's the beginning of a season. Everyone's I mean, just. Di- I, mean, I mean, Van Dyke, the player of the year from two there years is. ago, is back healthy. So I mean, Liverpool's got a be- uh, as good a shot as anybody to overtake Chelsea. Uh, we have. Um, am did, I correct in thinking we had? Did Leicester City get bumped? So it's like the big four: Chelsea, Man City, Man U, and Liverpool in the top four. So I think we have those teams in the in the Champions League. So right on. Did I did the I miss that? Should be. Did I miss Lukaku news? It is not official, but it's like one of those like official, unofficial. It's just on the verge of it actually happening. But yes, Lukaku is trying to, to work Chelsea? his way back to Chelsea because ah. wow, and, that's and then he'll play just, just as good too. It's going to be just unbelievable for them because they do have Tammy Abraham, who's a good young player from England on the team, who I think just 
hasn't found his place, so he'll the probably American, get transferred. We got the American, American yeah, Christian Warner <laughs> may come off the bench, but I mean that's the thing. They're gonna have like Timo Warner on the bench. They'll have Pulisic on the bench. I mean they're gonna go back to those Drogba days with Lampard and oh, yeah. how great they were. So I don't know, man. Lukaku goes there. <laughs> It's it's damn. They're gonna be very hard to beat. I mean, th- this is a sport where it's like Liverpool is not like my 49ers or my Giants. You know, like they're like the right under the teams. You know, it's like like Liverpool. I don't hate them. I, I kind of give Mark crap when they lose or whatever. <laughs> but man, it, when they play Man City, when they play Chelsea, I'm right there. I'm I'm wearing that. You know, I'm <laughs> wearing that, that Liverpool red. red. I'm I'm with them. I I can't stand those two teams, man. I can't stand those blue teams. It's all about the red teams. You know what I'm saying? There it is. There it is. You know, it, it's <laughs> the joy you guys have for soccer, bro. Like it just brings so much happiness. We have to go to a game, bro. Like, like it's like a given. We have to go to a game at some point in our lives. What is what? What does Mark say? Sean, you're smiling so happy you didn't eat a banana sideways. <laughs> you're you know so what? <laughs> I got that freaking Kool Aid smile right now, man. It's crazy. It's I so- know. What about that Jack Grealish, Grealish, the guy that... Grealish, bro, he's an unbelievable player. He is so damn good. He was, like, in a smaller club in England, right? I think, I don't know if it was Aston Villa or where it was, but if you look at what he did in the Euro Cup, it just solidified what he already did last season. I think he created the most scoring opportunities in the Euro Cup coming off the bench. Like, he's just... They said he's literally like a right-footed Messi. Obviously, you know, a hell of a comparison. He ain't Messi no Messi. Too. But yeah. that that's something yeah, else got, we'll get to. But Grealish. Damn, Messi going to the EPL aside. Damn, Messi. Talk hey, about I freaking know who's jugger- signing the Talk pay. about the five or six Infinity Stones on one team now. Good for, Lord. Hey, for free transfer. That's the thing. Sergio Ramos, zero money you had to pay to the team. Free agent. Hakeem Rahimi or something or something like that. Yeah. From Inter. Uh, Donnarumma from AC Milan, and then just just Messi. I mean the the Jordan, the Wayne Gretzky. He's he's that guy. Like that's crazy. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Forget like, him. If, if PSG already had like like what it took to just keep winning the French league over and over and over again, like oh, and then you just add those guys. That's that's incredible. That's like your Yankees right there in soccer. I mean that's that Leon, is Leon, that's not the- fun though. It's like if you're a fan fun, of the other 19 teams in the upper division in the in the French league, that's not fun. That's like I'm I'm done. You know. But you know I'm not, going, I'm not is, spending money on games. I'm not you going. to remember that. though, those crap. moves are not to win the French league. Those moves are to win the Champions League. When you go against the Bayerns, the Man U, when you go against, I mean, you look at Man U, bro. Yeah, they don't have a Messi, but it's like. They have a damn good roster too, bro. You can't sit here and yeah. say, oh, they're all right, bro. That's true. Yeah, those rosters are to go against the teams in the Super League. All right, the twelve Super League teams. All right, I think they're down to three, but those oil, those oil money teams. Okay, they're made to go. But still, at at the same time, put yourself in the shoes of someone who's fighting for a top four spot, or maybe even like you know, if they weren't that big of a juggernaut, the French League. You know, like it's just kind of disheartening that you you'll never get up to that level. It you know, I don't know. Well, you know who you know who is a juggernaut, Harry Kane, three to one to be a top goal scorer. Look with Lukaku right there with them at three to one. Salah and how about this, Sean? Diogo Jota, sixteen to one. 
to be the top goal scorer. He ain't going to be the top scorer. He ain't going to be But how is the how is it go 3 to 1, 3 to 1, 5 to 1 and then 16 to 1? I mean, that's crazy. Judd's not a striker. You got to remember he's not a striker because they're waiting for Marcus Rashford to get healthy so they can slot him right under those guys. There's another player that I think could be sneaky if he actually starts every game which he should. He's young, talented. Shoot, that guy could easily be the top scorer. I love Rashford. He's a complete 50 player. 50 to 1. 50 to 1. <laughs> Rashford. Sorry, you just heard an empty water bottle <laughs> drop on the floor from the Comic Podcast. <laughs> there you oh, go. No. I'm excited, bro. First week, let's just get her. Hopefully, our team start with the win, or just get a get a point on the board. Get a point on the board, and let's just get rolling the right way. Yeah, true. But uh, everyone enjoy those games. I believe that's all on Saturday and Sunday. I didn't check Monday, but I think all of our boys, all the big guns, they play on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, so let's get into our final. Um, Topic of the night, the NFL. So we had not only the NFL, the Hall of Fame game, but this is – so this is uh, huge for us. This is our bread and butter. This is our moneymaker. We love talking the NFL week in and week out. We purposely don't talk about other sports, and we purposely make other sports talk a little bit shorter so that way we can have as much time to talk about football as we freaking can. But the last Sunday was the last Sunday of the year and into the middle of February that we will not have NFL had the NFL uh, hall of fame game. What was it? Uh, Steelers, Cowboys. Steelers, Cowboys. Yep. And then we had um, for us as Raider fans, couldn't be more proud of a guy like Charles Woodson, Tom Flores, a two-time Super Bowl winning coach uh, to get inducted in the Hall of Fame. Congrats to Peyton Manning and the other, you know, inductees. We'll get into that in a minute, but uh, but now we have some preseason games. I mean, obviously we have a few more weeks to, you know, we're not going to be on next week, and then uh, in three weeks we won't also be on. But uh, better uh, better bet your britches that uh, Wednesday. <laughs> September 8th is our NFL preview. The day before the season starts, that episode will be out and available for you guys' ears, and I can't wait. NFL is back, fellas. I can't – oh, man, it feels so good. It feels so damn good. It's the best feeling in the world, bro. I mean, when you know that Hard Knocks is out, which it did come out yesterday, by the way, fans, then you know it's good. When you're hearing about training camp, when you're hearing about Derek Carr wanting to play until he's 45, you know it's football season, man. It's it's the best time of the year, guys. 45? <laughs> there it is. They better keep on investing on that. from that offensive line. <laughs> they, better, yeah. they better keep on investing in that offensive line if he's going to play till he's 45. Yeah, but that's right. Yeah, all these running backs and wide receivers. He's not going to have time. They better get down the field. NFL, man. NFL is back. Gambling with the big boys is back. And, yeah. man, it's – College, uh, too. I mean, college, college is like arguably like, – like Saturday is like one of our favorite days, too. You know, so that's – it also involves college. So, you know, we'll have a segment every, you know, if you're a new listener to the Comic Boogies podcast, this is our third, third different season talking about football. So last year was kind of weird because we had like, you know, games without any fans and stuff, but we're hopefully going to get back to a season that we'd like we had in 2019 where we have the actual home field advantage of fans and everything to help us handicap these games in college and in the NFL. I, I, I can't wait. I mean, there's no words. Sean, me and you, uh, we agreed with the other eight fellows in the League of Mediocre Douchebags. We're going to contact Michael Fabiano uh, on Cameo, and he's going to send us a video, a Cameo, of him reading our draft order. 
So Mark, uh, if you're not familiar with Cameo, it's one of those sites where you can uh, pay money like 50 bucks between, you know, 25 and thousands of dollars for certain celebrities and athletes to, uh, to give you a shout out. And, uh, one of our co, you know, participants, big Mike, he, uh, threw out the idea of having one of the fantasy guys like, you know, give out our draft order. So I think I'm going to pull the draft order in the next couple of days, send it over to cameo and Michael Fabiano, and then we'll have a nice little, uh, you know, YouTube video or an Instagram video of, uh, our league draft order being, uh, called out. That's, that's pretty cool. Can't wait for that one too. I will say this too, Mike, uh, kind of just adding real quick to that. I think that's a small little, I mean, two minute se- uh, segment we can add to the comic bookies podcast. So we can start giving out like a must start for the week fantasy wise. Cause fans, True. we are huge on fantasy, just another thing. And I know Mark's not the big fantasy guy, but if you need the shark, you need the big gambler, the lots of the week, you're always going to have Mark. That is for damn sure. But if you if you need to know who's going to get how many yards and who's going to get how many uh, fumbles and uh, you got these two guys right here. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it's cool. I mean, we can also we also, mm-hmm. you know, our football segment involves us talking about a few handful of games we can't wait to watch, but also to to, to place our hard earned tax earned dollars. Um, so, yeah, so we'll do that, too. I mean, Sean, that's perfect, you know. Uh, I, I can't promise that's not, it's always not going to be a person on my team, a you know, kind of give myself the good juju <laughs> for my team, <laughs> but, uh, but for sure, based off of matchups, based off weather, based off of history, based off of scheme, there's tons of things to consider, tons of things to play in, you know, fantasy is kind of similar to, you know, betting at the book at the same time. And also Sean, just a sidebar. I cannot wait on Sunday, what's that? September 26th. Sunday we'll be in Sunday. Vegas for week three of the NFL, where we'll all be before you, you and Joe go home. We'll be at the book placing a few bets before you guys go home for sure. It is so crazy that we'll be in Vegas. There'll be a NASCAR playoff race. There'll be a Niners game, I think, on the road. I want to say it's actually a primetime game, so I don't think I'll be missing that. Thank God. And the Raiders will be at home hosting Miami. I want to say, mm-hmm. yeah, week three. So uh, if it wasn't thousands and thousands of dollars to go to a game, I would have done the unthinkable and gone to the Raider game and then left like you know halfway through the cor- fourth quarter, depending on how the game was going, and then head over to the racetrack and gone to the uh, oh, you know the South oh, Point Four Hundred. That would have been way too much, way too tiring. I don't know if you'd have had the juice, he bro. He, that is... he wouldn't have made it out of Allegiant Stadium, dude. He would have been like that one guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, coming out of the trailer. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Niners are actually at home. That's actually our home opener because we started on the road for their first two weeks. So we have Sunday night at 520. So I will be home actually to watch it versus Green Bay. So that'll be good. Oh, nice, nice, nice. nice. So, um, I mean, Mark. Real, real quick. Aaron, hold on. Aaron's in the chat. Better go to a game. I, I, I can't go to a game. I don't make that kind of money. <laughs> Not yet, hey, at least. Hey, I don't. You know, Aaron I don't and I were money. talking the other day, bro. They're talking like walk-in tickets just to get in, like binocular tickets, like three hundred bucks. Yeah, no, but no, thank you. They got to pay for the new nightclub, though. I mean, you got to pay for something, right? I'll plan something else where I'm not going to a race, but I'll go to a game. You know what I'm saying? Like it's gotta be, it's gotta be one or the other. I already had a plan to go to the race, knock off one of the racetracks off of my, you know, to do list, but I can't go now. I'm you got, will not go. You got, you got to pay for Derek Carr for at least 45. That's what you got to hey, pay, pay for. <laughs> for his life insurance. <laughs> You're right. Hey, it's broke. You know, it's broke. Hey, the excitement we have, bro, you are the shark. 
Give us just – I, I want to see where the NFL is at, what Vegas is thinking. Give us just a couple early odds right now. Yeah. Who is the Super Bowl? Who's that team right now other than You Kansas? have what the Raiders are at home against the Seahawks, I think, this weekend, Sean, at like 6 o'clock. The Niners are at home against the Kansas State Chiefs at 5.30. So, you know, a couple games for our guys to – you know, uh, what's week one usually? First couple series? Oh, we, I mean, and some people might not even play. I mean, some. Well, remember, there's only three uh, preseason games this year as well. Ooh, yes. So, 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 so does it shift ball. in the way of like week two is now the week three where like Carr and the starters will play the first quarter or first half? Or quarter, would that be just week half. three? Well, you see they're doing a lot. I've been seeing a lot of things that they're saying with Niner training camp. Like they're doing a lot more scrimmages to make up for not having to go into the field in the preseason okay. games. But uh, you know, you still got to get those reps against the opposing teams, different defensive schemes and what so. But I think, yeah, week three will be the don't even dress starters week two, quarter and a half, maybe halftime for certain players. And week one, the rookies, they'll get the majority of the work. And, you know, mm-hmm. the Jimmy G's, the car, give them like two or three drives. You still need to kind of get out there. Yeah, true. We'll see, though, man, you know, Niners, Raiders, man, and all that we can see. You know, some wins. Cowboys. Cowboys. I mean, you know, there's a lot of excitement this season, bro. I mean, we say that every season because it's the football. There's just so much movement. and I, I heard know. that Wentz actually might be able to return sooner and, than later. And and Nelson, they were at practice today already without a walking boot, unless I've seen Ron like in San Oh, really? They're both uh, on track to be ready for week one. And I'm telling you, bro, that's my AFC team. When you separate the Chiefs. And you separate uh, the Buffalo Bills. I think Tennessee and Indianapolis are going to be two teams to watch in that AFC, bro. I love both those teams, man. When's the last time you said that about like a handful of AFC South teams? Maybe when Steve exactly. McNair, when like, Steve McNair was a quarterback of Tennessee and uh, Peyton Manning was a quarterback of Indianapolis. Me and Aaron were talking the other day. I mean, Wentz has his quarterback coach back. He has a great Jonathan Taylor running back. He has one of the best offensive lines. Just stay healthy. Just stay healthy. The Niners are are a Super Bowl team, and then they get those two games at at New York against the Jets and the Giants, and they turn into a, what, third, fourth-place team? Last place. It's last place. Stay healthy. Last place. Yep. Where yeah, we at, Mark? You need a little bit of luck and a lot of health. What, what were you looking for, Sean? You know what? Not that we got to dig too deep into it, but I'm always, you know, I just want to take a small little peek since, you know, we are at the week of preseason. What are teams, you know, what's Vegas think of Super Bowl odds right now? Um, That's, I, don't, you know, I don't care about the MVP and all that NFC South stuff. I mean, right, oh, just we are like on the verge. Everyone's hands are a little sweaty. Like we got football kind of up this year coming up this week. I mean, at that. So we're able to see our teams. Like, you know, I'm sure you're going to have your Chiefs up there. I'm sure you might have even Buffalo Bucks up for there. sure. Kansas City, Tampa Burst, Bay, Tampa Bay, Buffalo. Uh, 10 to one Green Bay Packers getting Aaron Rodgers so Green back. Green Bay is going to be ahead of San Francisco. I'm assuming on paper. 13 to one Baltimore Ravens, 14 to one, as well as the 49ers at 14 to one. Uh, the Rams, 14 to one. Oh, you guys are going to be in a tight That's race with the money. Rams. That's lost money right there. Look at the Browns. Is that Browns lost money? 16 to one. Bro, hey, the Browns. You know what, bro? The Browns are nice. 
the Browns are a one play away from defeating the Chiefs last year in the AFC. I think it was that divisional or championship game. The, the it wasn't Browns, for the Browns. You know, it's Chad Henney doing that rollout on a long third down for that first the down. I will, I, I will never um, count on them until they do it, you know. I think the Cardinals no. are going to be improved. I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be all right. to one to win the Super Bowl. But, I mean, these are such long odds here. I mean, I, they haven't even gone through, like, injuries yet in the preseason, right? But That's where but, it really matters. Week three, where is the odds going to be at? Yeah. Well, that'd be funny if uh, if Green Bay wins. Don't say that. Don't. Just laugh, just, I would laugh my ass off. Just, like, the whole drama that went in, the Jeopardy hosting and, like, not even calling anybody back. And then, fi- oh, yeah, no, I guess, I guess, I guess. And then in the press conferences, he's talking crap about the organization. But then I'm going to play. I would just, oh, my God. The irony it'll be, if they win Super Bowl. It would be funny for them. But I think the best story, because would it even cause more drama, is their freaking, like, God, four and six. 10 how games m- into this season. They're just shitting <laughs> I know, them. Right? How, many, how many quarterbacks have the Packers had in like 20, 25 years? Two. <laughs> it's crazy, <laughs> bro. Like how do Ew. some teams just go through a carousel of just trying to draft? Like look at John Elway with the Broncos. Just look at, you know, like uh, Miami since Marino, right? How do some of these teams, they just go, they get in this whirlwind, this rabbit hole of just going and through like – they just can't. it's like a lottery, bro. Trying to find a quarterback, I guess. We, Our tradition sports. Us. I mean, I mean how many back. different how, how many different starting quarterbacks do the Raiders have in the 2016 season? <laughs> Car, Car broke his leg, and then McCown got hurt, and then we have to play Connor Cook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. State's finest baby. In Houston. Oh my God. Yeah. Watch that. Your yeah. house, Mark, actually. I'll yeah, never forget that game. That was a joke. Yeah, joke. but I mean, it's, it's crazy, man. It really is. Ruined Christmas. Worst <laughs> Christmas Eve in my life. That is crazy. Because Connor Cook? No, oh. just the broken leg, man. Oh, right. yeah. Worst yeah. Christmas ever. Oh, was that the Donald Penn? No, that was the back. That was a, no, that was Donald Penn. That was the first sack he had given up that whole season. Whole season versus Indianapolis on his blind side. Yeah. <laughs> he remembers the team. It was Indianapolis. It was Indianapolis. You know what? I don't like this. Robert Mathis? I don't like this feeling I'm getting. I, I t- tell you, I'm excited about NFL, and then all these like this wave of emotions comes down. You know what? I don't know if I am excited about these next 20 weeks. Why are the, three weeks. I mean, the, the Raiders are looking kind of down. I mean, believe it or not, being fans over here. But I mean, um, I mean, they'll. I mean, they'll surprise in I some games, it, but at the same time, they'll probably finish third. You know, you think you think, you, you think that the Herbert led uh, Los Angeles Chargers are going to be better, honestly, or the they'll strength be, of schedule be that better. Too. Like, what are those? I think they'll be better, but those are also the games you can win because you're going against a young quarterback. Quarterbacks are the driving force of most football teams. So the guy who can make those young mistakes, I mean, Herbert's going to have good games, but I guarantee he's going to have some games of like, what the hell was that? But he's so freaking young. And I mean, I think that's where the Raiders, I mean, last year, there were yeah. some games last year of the years. You're like, damn, I think they beat uh, New England in New England, right? And he had, he has lost New England. You guys had a couple games last year that was like, oh, crap. Yeah, no, like, Cam, Cam Newton, Scam Newton beat us. Okay. You guys, well, oh, in Kansas City, obviously, you guys won that game. So, like, that's the thing with the Raiders. It's just like when they put it together, like, they do look good. 
that's what happens. You lose to New England, you lose to Miami, you lose to to the Chargers, that meltdown game, you know, towards the end of the season, but then you go and beat the Chiefs. It's we almost and we almost beat them twice. Yeah. You know? Almost beat them twice. Should have beat them twice. Actually. Like what kind of what kind of faith, what kind of confidence you have in a team like that? I don't know. I'm, well, you, uh, you got you got Peterman third string. <laughs> hey, speaking of feel. strings, you see, uh, uh, Deshaun Watson came in at like fourth string. God, that guy. I, like, I'm st- it's like starting fourth string or whatever. Because I will uh, say it, this, his, his future's up in the air. I don't like that the NFL is kind of handling it like this because they're like waiting for their first excuse to do something. And it's like, bro, if you know you're gonna do something, just do it now, man. Like, dude, you see all the cancel culture that goes on in in, in Hollywood and in all the things. Uh, but of course, like this, you know, this quarterback who's worth, you know, maybe close to hundreds of millions of dollars. Hmm. Of course, of course, it's taking this long for him to be, you know, canceled and finding every excuse to not cancel him. Basically, it's yeah. like on, this, guys. this, this, uh, this young driver with only six wins at Chip Ganassi Racing says the N word on on live racing, fired immediately from everything, suspended for a whole year. But this guy has almost thirty different cases on his, you know, on his sheet, and he, and then there's not even a peep. Come on now. Huh. That shit's money. Money looks like driven. a rat and smells like a rat. It's usually a rat. But of yes, course, we are anything excited. On tape, we if are they have excited something on tape of him doing it, then of course he's gone. If it was a Ray Rice situation where he like was seen doing it, of course. Cream high, high. But speculation, speculation, or Richard speculation. Sherm the worm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a sad situation right there. That's a sad one. That's a sad I one. I actually feel bad for him on that one. You know? That's crazy, but that was, that's no update shit. on him. Really? No. I no. haven't heard nothing. At the end of the no. day, he's a free agent. Like, you know, it's kind of 30 something yeah. years old. Can't find a team. I'm sure we'll have some injury news. We'll have some uh, transaction news maybe in the next few weeks. We'll ha- we will have uh, two weeks worth of preseason games to talk about in two weeks. But uh, that wraps up the football. That wraps up the sports. And that wraps up uh, your favorite comics and sports podcast, the Comic Bookies, episode 122. Thank you so much for everyone who joined us and who is still live with us on YouTube and Twitch. Gentlemen, take us away. Episode 122, super, super fun uh, to what Mike just said. Thank you, everyone who has tuned in live, YouTube and Twitch. We always appreciate it. For the people that will be looking out for the episode, Mike will have it ready for you guys tomorrow. Super fun episode with my brothers, man. We are bi-weekly for the time being, but seeing these guys' faces is a great thing. Seeing these guys this weekend is going to be even better. Super fun talking about all the comics. For those who haven't watched Suicide Squad, definitely go check it out. Super fun movie. For those who want to get into comics in general, go to Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California, or your local comic book shop. I'm sure they'll hook you guys up. Keep checking us out, guys. We appreciate all the love, all the interaction. Again, football season is on the horizon. One of the most popular and beloved sports from everybody. So reach out to us. We don't care if you're a Packers fan, Browns fan, Dolphins fan. Hey, man, we mess with all you guys, man. We love it. So, again, we love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Episode 122, a good one. That's right. That's right. That's right. When one football starts, the other football starts. When international uh, American football starts. But fun time of the season. Uh, Not so much the weather that we get into in these latter parts of the of the of the seasons but hey 
I'll take football any time of the season, like Mike mentioned as well. Some college we're going to get into, going to be fun. We'll see what Messi's going to do on the pitch over there at, at, at Paddy. And yeah, man, uh, hopefully Liverpool can take it uh, and that man's, uh, Man City can fin- get relegated. <laughs> <laughs> relegated. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, um, uh, shout out uh, all football fans, including you, Man City. Don't take it to heart. But nonetheless, uh, let's go. It was episode 122. Back with my bros. Thank you. Catch us at the comic bookies on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, all social media platforms as well. Catch us at the comic bookies at gmail.com if you want to leave us a, a Gmail, an email. And yeah, uh, it was fun. And uh, everybody. Have a safe, safe uh, weekend, and we'll be back in two weeks, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Sean. Uh, please download us wherever you get your podcasts, dude. We're on Apple, iTunes. You know, we're on Spotify, Google Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Radio.com. We're on Amazon Prime Music. We are on so many different platforms for you to listen to us. The episode will be available to you tomorrow morning, so please download. Download past episodes as well. We have plenty of good interviews. Um, But, yeah, everyone enjoy your weekend. Have a safe weekend. I'm going to go edit this episode. But for Mark and Sean, this is Mike with Comebookies Podcast. Enjoy the sports, enjoy the comics, and enjoy each other. Peace out. See you all in two weeks. Peace. Peace. Always enjoy each other. And don't forget to stay level-headed and stay humble. Or else your head might just become as big as Peyton Manning's Hall Hall of Fame bus. So, uh, all right, guys. We love you. And peace out. 122. Nom nom nom.